going to explain what all of this audio is, but it was just too cute not to share in relation to today's episode. And today on our Smoothie Project Challenge. I'm going to have to the whole week. Okay. So, the first thing we do are um, Miss Queen Milkshake Yay. Um, we um, started with day one and day two. So, first day we were against Banana Split and Green Monster. Green Monster was a little pretty and a little not good. So we had to close it out and choose Banana Split. And on the second day, Coco Banana, we thought it would be very good. But instead, it was a pretty color um, and it did not really good taste. So we had to pick this. It was so pretty. It was a Barbie pink. We had to pick it. So, and um, today we thought Cotton Candy, right here, would be and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life, and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. I don't know about you and your family, but if you have been following the March Madness basketball tournament at all, I felt like it was an opportune time to share with you all an idea that my family did three years ago, but I'm still asked about each and every March. And with the Final Four tournament being this coming weekend, it seemed like the perfect time to share this idea with you and help you just kind of tie in some of these fun real life scenarios and opportunities that we can capitalize on to expand the variety in the different foods that we're offering our kids. So I want to share with you this idea that we first did back in March, 2020. And obviously for pretty much everyone here, it's probably a 
date in history that is pretty vividly marked in each of our minds as being when the pandemic really hit and first started to have a huge impact on each of our lives. So obviously at the point that this took place, the what I'm going to be sharing with each of you today is we didn't really know what the context or the extent of everything was going to be. But, you know, it's really fun because as I was preparing for this episode, I was looking through old images from March 2020 and just kind of putting myself back into the shoes of where I was at as a mom with three really little kids and, you know, homeschooling a kindergartner and with a preschooler and an 18 month old at home and just what life was like. But in it, I also got to see some of the evolution of things that came. So from an idea that came about just as, you know, the blessing in disguise was we all got a lot more family time. And so this is something that I don't think we would have done had we had our usual pace of life. But the blessing in disguise was that because this March was a different March and because we were spending our time slower and differently than our more usual routine, we decided to do a bracket for a smoothie challenge. And I give all credit to my husband. I actually do love March Madness. And way back in the day, I used to fill out brackets. I've kind of given up on even attempting to do that, but I do still really enjoy watching the games and just keeping up with the tournament as I'm able to. But my husband being a huge sports fan, it was his great idea that we as a family could build a bracket around really anything. And so somehow one day I can see just from my picture recollection and the videos that I have and had shared closer to that on March 22nd, 2020, we decided to do a smoothie bracket. And I'm going to link the post in the show notes that kind of brings you through a lot of the different tools and things, especially if you specifically really want to know about smoothies and the recipe book that we use and all the nuances of kind of this specific smoothie challenge. And I'll have another episode coming up about just smoothies for kids. But I don't want you to focus so much on the smoothie component today as I do want you to think about the way that we can use something that is just fun and novel, like a bracket from something similar to something like a March Madness tournament, but we can turn it into something that's fun and engaging and inviting for our families to expose our kids to new foods and to learn to like new things. So I'm going to kind of walk you through the example of how we did this with smoothies. So you see how it was executed in our family. But again, I don't want you to narrow in on just smoothies. Maybe that is what you as a family decide to do. But if your family is a basketball loving family, or if your kids are aware of what a bracket even looks like, you know, my husband has taught my kids very early on in life what a draft is. And that's how they make decisions often when deciding who gets which toys or who's playing with which Barbies or whatever it might be. And so to teach them what a bracket was, was just kind of like a natural thing in our home. So if it's not for your family, of course, you don't have to use this, but I always want to give you new and novel ideas of how you may be able to incorporate additional variety in your home. So as you go into final four weekend, it might be a fun chance for you to then use this as a springboard forward for how you could create another family bracket, similar to how we did several years ago. And to kind of elaborate on the concept, because I've had you all ask year after year on social media about this concept. So I want to dive into some of the details here. So first and foremost, as I mentioned, we opted to do smoothies. I think living in Texas, as soon as springtime hits, it's like an obvious transition into smoothie season. 
I've always introduced and exposed my kids to a lot of different smoothies. If your kids are tolerant to them, I, I nutritionally, I just love smoothies. And so without making this episode about smoothies specifically, that is what my family was choosing to use this first time that we ever made the bracket. And so I had just bought a cookbook that's called The Smoothie Project. Again, I'll link it in the show notes. I love it. It's from if you follow the account Weelicious, Catherine McCord is amazing. She's just brilliant in the kitchen and I love so much of her content, but she created a book called The Smoothie Project. And in the cookbook, there are lots of different smoothie recipes, but there's quite a few. And I know our tendency as a family, but also just as people to kind of gravitate towards the same recipes or find one that we like and then kind of just get hooked on it and then find ourselves very quickly in kind of a rut where our kid only maybe accepts one smoothie because that's the only one that we've been offering. And then it becomes harder and harder to branch out. So as we were kind of getting into smoothie season and the weather was changing and it was getting warmer and I wanted to experiment and try new smoothie options, I had ordered this cookbook and thankfully my husband and I, uh, you know, opposites attract and he often thinks of things that I don't. And it was so clever of him because he thought about, well, why don't we make a bracket? Because there was more smoothies in this cookbook than we would have necessarily ever thought to try. And I feel like maybe he and I had recently, I feel like this was a COVID thing I probably made him do, but I feel like he and I had maybe just watched the movie like Julia and Julia or something, you know, where they go through the whole Julia Child's cookbook, something like that. But as I look back at pictures, I can look at you know, my daughter who was in kindergarten, my oldest was um, in kindergarten at the time that COVID hit. And, you know, she's learning to read. So I have videos of her and I trying to read the different, you know, ingredient list. And it was just like such a fun at home educational opportunity to get my kids in the kitchen to explore these new recipes and things like that. But where my husband really took it a fun angle and what I wanted to share with you for whatever fun angle you might be able to use it for and incorporate it in your family is to build out a bracket. Now I'm making the assumption that you know what a bracket is, but say you're not a sports fan or have no idea what this March Madness bracket is. Of course, it doesn't happen, have to happen in relation to basketball and it doesn't have to happen in the month of March. This is just kind of where the origination of the idea came for in my family. But really what you're looking at is a challenge of sorts where you can put two opponents against each other. And then by process of elimination, get to the final winner based off which item wins each bracket. So of course, in the context of basketball, we're looking to see which teams play against each other, whichever one wins their game, moves on to the next bracket. And so then it naturally reduces down from a larger bracket and a bigger number of teams to narrow down to you know the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, some of those that you might've heard to get down to who is the champion of the tournament. And so in this context, on a big whiteboard that I think we just already had out for, you know, this new season of homeschooling that we're in and things like that, my husband built a bracket. And so this was just on a whiteboard with a dry erase pen. You know, I have a picture of him using like the right angle out of his shop to, you know, make his lines and kind of size out the bracket and everything. And he's very artistic. So this was like right up his alley to do anyways. But it was so fun because then as we had drawn out this bare bracket, which again, doesn't have to relate to basketball per se, we then as a family could go through this new cookbook. And as a family, we decided what were the different recipes that we wanted to try. So for us, we picked 16 different recipes out of this cookbook. And again, this was a, a family decision. And then 
I'm going to kind of walk through the process we went through and then give you some steps that you could do in the case that you want to implement this. But we picked 16 core recipes that we wanted to start with. So that was kind of round one of the bracket. And then once we had chosen the 16 recipes, we then decided who was going to match up against who. And again, you can take this as far as you want, depending on how big of a sports fan you are. You know, in our family, we wanted to, you know, make some upsets and put a one seed against the 16 seed and you know, things like that. We wanted to see some some different matchups. And then we wanted some really competitive matchups where the kids thought, you know, this one and this one sound the two best. Okay, well, let's put them up against each other because we want to see which one wins. And so we just, you know, and again, this is all in good fun. So there's no real seriousness here, but we matched up different recipes to go against each other. And then we had what ended up being, so with 16 different smoothie recipe ideas, we then basically had eight different matchups and then that went process of elimination. It went down further and then, you know, to four and then from four to two to get the final one. And so over the next several weeks, we just experimented and we would on the days there on every different day, we would make two different smoothies. And so we would make the recipe, you know, one batch of one recipe and then one batch of the next recipe and we would rate them against each other. And as a family, we would, you know, talk about them and just at, kind of add up the points that they were getting. And I'm, I'll have to look to see. I didn't, I don't remember what the scoring system was, but I remember that we did have a scoring system with like taste, presentation. Can't even remember all the criteria now. I'll have to keep looking in my notes to see, you know, if I have any photos of it or anything. But we had a few different criteria on what each of the smoothies could get points on. Each of us in the family got to say our vote. Owen is pretty little. So I think we just did the four of us um, and just kind of let him babble along next to us. But um, yeah, and then we just rated it. And then we decided who won the matchup based off what points each one got. And then that was the one that proceeded to the next round of each matchup on the bracket. And, you know, we went through that for a few weeks and just tried several smoothies. And because we were all home at the time, we could all participate in the process. And it was just a really fun way to explore new foods is really the simplest way I can say it. Because it's so easy to have our known favorites and it's so easy to assume we already know which fill in the blank is going to win when it comes to feeding our kids. And so, so often we just offer the easy win. We just expose our kids to the, know, to the item that we know that they want. And I think if we can take a step back from, you know, that, that winner's bracket and take a step back and look at, okay, let's look at anything really it could be it could be if you have a you know a cookbook i think is a really fun easy visual to start with and maybe it's let's just try new recipes as a family let's pick 16 different recipes that we're going to try over the next month and you know tonight's dinner is going to be compared to tomorrow's dinner it might be you know new healthy homemade snack ideas that you want to kind of reduce down to some core favorites so come summer you're not just plowing through packaged snacks, but you already have some in your arsenal that you know are, you know, have already been tried and true in your family and been decided on as some of the top favorites. But anything that you maybe feel like you're already really honed in on and you already kind of have your known favorite for as a family, say in our case, you know, a go-to smoothie recipe, I'd encourage you to think, how could you take a few steps back and fill out a bracket so that you have even four, eight, 16 other options of something in that realm. Again, it does not have to be 16 different smoothie recipes, although 
it's a great option since it is kind of turning into more smoothie weather and smoothie season and super nutritional dense options and definitely recommend the cookbook that we used as some options. But again, you be creative with this because this is something that should elicit fun and enthusiasm for your family and feel really natural and inviting for each of you. So if you can think about, you know, again, if the bracket resonates, if that concept resonates with your family, then it can be really fun to choose a set number of recipes. Again, depending on how long you want to go go about this process, you know, you need to make a bracket sized accordingly. If you're committed to a little bit longer of a process, then, you know, you could do a 16 um, slot bracket. Of course, you could go bigger, but that you might kind of lose steam partway through. So I probably wouldn't start with much more than 16 of any idea, but you also could just start with eight of, let's just match these up. Our eight favorite, I mean, even if you did cookies, just to really get that initial buy-in, let's do eight of our favorite cookie recipes and let's see which is our best cookie. Or maybe we do eight different chocolate chip cookie recipes. And this is really a matchup of which is the best chocolate chip cookie. It, of course, the context of, you know, the work I do I'm always looking to optimize nutrition and to add variety to our family's diets. However, the intent and the approach that we're talking about here is really to elicit the interest in your family and the excitement towards introducing new foods. Because as you create a bracket and kind of moving through this process that we did of moving beyond picking the recipes, placing them in the bracket, going about the competition of sorts, to narrow them down, each and every time you're doing that, the environment that you're in is changing. Because as a family, the pressure, the bribing, the you know fighting for control between parent and child, the frustrations you may feel over just decision fatigue or picky eating or whatever it may be, those dynamics start to go away. Because the focus becomes less on I'm preparing it and putting the effort and the energy in and my kid doesn't need it or there's complete refusal or, you know, just this, this polarized, we're not on the same feeding team with our kids. And it's really hard to, really hard to foster that responsive feeding relationship that impacts each and every meal and snack in our family. But instead we begin to shift into this mindset that this is fun. This is just meant to be fun. This is just meant to be something that we do together. But in that process and in that day-to-day challenge that we do, not a challenge with each other, but the challenge of putting recipes up against each other and options, you know, at odds and seeing who wins and seeing what people vote for, it's encouraging this exploration that can really create a pivot for our family moving forward. And how we talk about food and how we approach new foods and how we introduce new foods and how we add variety and optimize the nutrition in our kids and ultimately our family's diet because the tone in which we do so is changing. And so, you know, really quick to just kind of share some specific examples from this smoothie challenge. There's such a progression through the exposure to different ingredients that my kids may or may not have seen before that they're helping put into the blender that, you know, at that time we couldn't do anything outside the home or grocery shop or things like that. So there was obviously some limitations, but as we had these ingredients in our home, 
it was a very kid-friendly process from the get-go. So I definitely encourage you to consider what are some different ideas that you may want to compare or put into this type of bracket challenge that your kids can be really involved in and are pretty forgiving for kid involvement because we don't want recipes that have such a high level of, you know, specificity or just really, you know, detailed technique that it just rules out the option for our kids to even get involved. So for us, something like a smoothie was an awesome option because it's very forgiving. My kids could very much engage in the process of making them. And then as they see these ingredients that they may or may not think they automatically like, and then they see the form of it change into a blended form, and then the color that that creates, and then they see how, you know, it smells in front of them and we each get our cup. There's no, there was never any pressure that anyone had to drink it or definitely not like finish it. But because we were all doing it together and because we were all exploring this new food together and none of us knew what these smoothie combinations and concoctions were going to taste like, we could take that baby step approach. And, you know, you've, you'll have to listen back to, I'll, listen, I'll link this episode in the show notes. I don't recall off the top of my head what number it is, but where I talk about taking things for a swim, it's that exact approach. And honestly, I think that's one of the first times we ever really used that analogy with my kids of, you know, when you haven't gone swimming before, you may just be walking by the pool to kind of get used to it. But eventually as you get more comfortable, you may dip a toe in or put your feet in or kind of wade at your ankles until you gain a little bit more comfort level with the water. But then you gradually get deeper and deeper. And at some point you just have complete freedom around it where you can just run and jump in and enjoy swimming and the water that surrounds you. But just like with the smoothies, sometimes that's invited really creative introduction of a new food because we're just wanting to dip the tiniest toe of sorts or take the smallest of tastes to see what is this concoction that's an unfamiliar color, maybe has unfamiliar foods, and in and of itself has so much to learn that I just can't comfortably say I love this smoothie enough to take a big drink of it but I can ease into it. And when each of us and my husband and I are role modeling that in real time with our kids and we're walking through it as a family and it's all in the name of just a good fun family challenge, it became such a positive opportunity in what could have otherwise been a really rut of a season, really. Um, and definitely with from a food perspective, we could have very easily gotten in a rut when you know, we weren't going to grocery stores and there was such a limited demand and or supply and demand of different options and things like that. And yet this just elicited such a positive energy in our home, but also an opportunity to try out new foods with our kids in a really positive, playful and pressure-free way. If this hasn't appealed to you, I want to challenge you to try the bracket challenge. Challenge yourself as we go into this final four weekend to think of what might be fun for your family. This isn't homework that's intended to be a dread or a burden for you, but doing something like a bracket is a fun way to get different buy-in and input and elicit a conversation around new foods that we're trying and how we explore new foods and how we learn to like different things and you know where different people's preferences lie in a way that's so low pressure that I think it helps parents often reset the way we think 
think about and often approach the introduction of new food. So if you do this in the coming days or any time in the future, please tag me on social at Veggies and Virtue. I would love to cheer you and your family on. I would love to hear how this process goes for you. And no matter who you're rooting for this weekend, I want you to know that I am here rooting for you.